Hello my beauties and welcome to a brand new episode of Tea Talk with Sha. Today we're going to be announcing our giveaway winner as well as talking about all the trending topics that are all over social media and the internet and then we're going to do a deep dive into a business that I think everyone has thought of joining at this point. So stay tuned. <laughs> Okay, beauties, let's get into today's um, trending topics. But before that, I have to announce our winner. Our first giveaway winner for our 500 listens has been selected. And it was Miss Luna after six on Instagram. She entered the giveaway and she is the winner. So if you didn't get to enter into this giveaway, she's like won a tea set. It's going to be really cute. I'll post what she won. But we're going to be doing another giveaway at 5,000 listens. So when we get to 5,000 listens, we'll be doing another giveaway. So stay tuned for that. So let's get into the trending topics. The first one is obvious. It's election day, people. Today is the last day to turn in your ballots. If you have not done so already, it is too late to mail them. You have to take them to your polling place or an election ballot drop box. So today is the last day. Get out there and vote. Whatever way you're voting, just make sure that you vote today and then stay safe for the remainder of the week. We don't know what the election fallout is going to look like. So make sure you have a go bag ready with all your documents, a change of clothes, water, phone charger, a snack, anything you would need just to kind of get away for a few days if you need to. And as always, protect your mental health. This is going to be a rough week for a lot of people. Doesn't matter which way the decision, you know, goes for the election, but it's going to be a rough week either way. So prepare yourself mentally for that and go ahead and unplug when you need to and as often as you need to, because there's a lot of things going on right now in our country. Okay. Let's move on to the next trending topic. So Jeannie Mai has left Dancing with the Stars. She was hospitalized last week for a throat infection and was not able to participate in her dance last week for the competition. Um, Family and friends say she is doing well now. And, you know, when you miss a week, you do have to drop out of Dancing with the Stars. But it is rumored that she will be back next season to come for the title. So wishing her a speedy recovery and glad it wasn't COVID or anything more serious and that um, she's healing up well. So let's move on to the next topic, Halloween Wars. So this year, everybody had some extra pandemic time on their hands and they were out here with the amazing Halloween costumes this year. So you know the celebrities went in. They've been planning this for months and months probably. And these are some of the ones that I noticed that were just spot on. Um, Ryan Destiny from the show Star was Lauren Hill in the Miseducation of Lauren Hill album cover. It was amazing. She looked great. Like the background, the dreads, everything was on point. Sweetie was Destiny's child from the Bootylicious video. And then she actually went back and recorded herself as all three of them in the video. And it was spot on. I was like, sweetie, like, please think about doing acting because not that I don't love your rapping. I just feel like you could definitely branch out. Okay. USC alum got stick together. Girl, like 
you're hitting. Like, think about acting because that was so spot on. Even Kelly reposted it and was like, girl, you murdered this Halloween look and the video and everything. It was perfect. Sierra and Russell Wilson were Janet Jackson and Busta Rhymes from the What You're Gonna Do video. Also very good, spot on. You know, the visuals were great. And then, of course, Sierra added vote on her nails just to, you know, keep her civic action popping. And we love to see it. Nas X was Nicki Minaj. Now this one caught me off guard, but it was amazing. I won't, I, she was, it was, I forget what video it was, but it's a video where Nicki's in like a, um, a pink onesie with little spots on it. This was like post, this was pre Nicki being regular. This is when she was being like, you know, wild Nicki and the crazy wigs and all that. So, um, that was really interesting. I mean, of course he got roasted for it, but props a little Nas X for just being himself authentically every day, all the time coming to you a thousand percent live. You know, nobody should be concerned about what other people are saying. If that's what you want to do for your Halloween costume, like go nuts. Um, Sky Jackson was Foxy Brown, even down to the blue contacts. I think it was the contacts for me. She looked really cute. Her outfit was on point, of course, matching Foxy Brown's outfits. But those blue contacts, they really set it off (laughs) because they both have that brown skin tone and those blue contacts. Like, it was really hilarious. I could not get over it. Perfect costume. And the last one, Quincy Combs as Frida Kahlo. Now, this was also another gender bender one. And, you know, Frida Kahlo is a female um, legend and a painter and, you know, just philosopher and well-known, you know, icon for her, for her works in the arts. And Quincy (laughs) dressed up as a woman, you know, being a male, one of Diddy's sons. And I, you know, he caught a lot of heat for it as well. And it's just like... I don't know. Sometimes I just think about people just not being able to mind their own business. It just drives me crazy. Like what does him dressing up as a painter have to do with you? Relax. (laughs) All right, let's go to the next topic. Oh, this is okay. So Selena Powell, uh, got a G wagon from celeb blogger, DJ academics. Now, if you think back to one of my earlier podcasts, I talked about Selena Powell and her friend Eliza going on to Adam 22's podcast and exposing rappers, R&B artists, uh, NFL players. They just went and exposed a bunch of people. This is what Selena Powell is known for. And it appears that she is back into a clout couple with DJ Academics. Now, he is a celebrity blogger that always talks about 6ix9ine and hip-hop, R&B, and things like that, you know, within the Black community or just whatever's popping at the time. He covers all that on his blogs. And the couple, I guess they had dated in the past. She had made a couple videos on YouTube exposing him and what he did to her and the things he said to her or whatever the case may have been. Well, after the Birkin debate of the last couple weeks, he decided to go out and buy her a G-Wagon that she posted on her Instagram and they began to call each other kings and queens and whatever else. So I guess they're back together. I don't know. If I had to say anything about a clout couple, it would be these two. 
She literally sleeps with, you know, celebrities and does stuff for clout, which is her business. I, you know, we've talked about it many times on my podcast. I don't judge. And to be honest, I really don't care (laughs) who people sleep with is their own business and I don't have time for it. But that's basically her claim to fame is that, you know, she sneaks in these, um, rappers, just any kind of successful man's DMs. And, you know, that's what she does. And that's what she's known for. And, you know, that's kind of who she is. And he is a blogger, you know, celeb wannabe. He likes to rub elbows with them and like try to be a part of their circle and, you know, keep himself relevant at all times. So it should be interesting to see how this goes off. Cause she said, you know, he hurt her, he was abusive to her and all these things. And now apparently they're right back together and she's receiving a G-Wagon from him. So I will definitely keep you updated as this continues to play out. So the next topic, Lori Laughlin, aka Aunt Becky, has turned herself in for her two-month sentence in federal prison. Now, earlier this year, she, Felicity Hoffman, and a few other celebrities were indicted for getting their kids into school illegally and using practices like fraud, embellishment, all types of things on their applications to get into schools that their kids may have not have, you know, gotten into otherwise. So she has a two-month sentence in a federal prison. Then she's also going to have to pay a $150,000 fine and complete 100 hours of community service. Now, everybody's saying it's not enough, and I completely agree. What people don't understand about these spots is that they're very, very limited. When you think about these huge colleges and institutions, you think, wow, thousands and thousands of kids will get into that admitted freshman class. And you're absolutely correct. But what a lot of people don't think of is for the kids that need these spots, there will never be enough spots for the kids that want to go to these schools, that have worked their butts off to go to these schools, that have begged, borrowed, and pleaded for the money to be able to contend if they get accepted to these schools. So when these celebrities or rich people or whoever play and plot and do these weird tricks and games, it just takes away from the actual kids who need this opportunity to build a better life. Her kids were going to be rich regardless. It was more of a status thing that they get into these certain universities and, um, you know, go to school there if they would have even been able to maintain at a school at that level because they did not fully, you know, submit their grades and everything wasn't accurate. So we don't even know if they could compete in some of these schools that they were going to, but it was just more of a status thing for them to say, my child went here, my child went there, whatever. And as a person who, you know, went and graduated from one of the schools that is involved in this scandal, USC, it just really drives me crazy personally, because it's like, it's very hard to get into an undergraduate program, even harder than getting into a master's program, which is what I did there. Um, And to get them to look at your application and give you a chance as a, as a high school senior, it's difficult. And the criteria goes up every single year. There's always something new they want. They're always looking for that next, you know, personal statement that's above the rest and people it's, you know, people are really giving their all to get into these schools. So for them to be able to finagle their way and basically steal spots that belong to people that really worked hard and deserve those spots, 
it just drives me crazy because it's really not fair to the kids. And that's who they hurt overall when they do stuff like this. Like they're above the law, they're above everything and they can buy their way into anything and any table and any seat. I mean, I could go on and on because that's exactly why we're in a situation that we're in in this country because people could just buy whatever they want. They don't have to be qualified for anything. They can just take, take, take. And, um, you know, well, I hope her two months go nice and slow and that um, this is something that really tarnishes her career because I think she deserves it and they all do. Now let's move on to the next topic. The Shade Room is going to start to monitor their comments more heavily. So we all know the Shade Room is a blog website and just overall kind of social media conglomerate that talks about news and tea and you know they also do charity giveaways and stuff like that i believe they have a college fund for hbcus so they they do a lot over there at the shade room shout out to the shade room and in the past their comment section has always been wild you know, just disrespectful, insulting. People actually come back to posts if they get there too early to see what the comments are because the comment section is just completely featured. The roommates just go off and, you know, it's just kind of become a war zone in the comments. And um, the Shade Room CEO came out and basically said, going forward, we're not going to be having this kind of hate and disrespect in the comments. They're going to be more heavily monitored. So if you can't keep it cute, keep it on mute, basically, and stay out the comments. And um, celebrities like Jordan Woods said it's a little too late, but thanks for the effort. Now, this was interesting to me because I feel like you know, what Jordan is referring to is obviously the situation between her, Chloe and Tristan, right? So earlier in this year, which has seemed like it's taken 20 years to go by, or maybe it was 2019, late 2019, Jordan Woods was involved in a situation with Tristan, which is Chloe's um, child's father. And you know, Chloe insinuated, or I think she just flat out said on the show that Jordan had, um, you know, broken up her family by hooking up or kissing, whatever the extent of it was with Tristan. So the whole family basically, you know, parted ways with, with Jordan. Now, previous to this, Jordan and Kylie were best friends, more like sisters, you know, Jordan was helping to raise Stormy and, you know, they were all really, really, really tight. So after this incident happened, you know, Jordan was ousted by the family and people were calling her home record. Da, 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 da. So the shade room is now reporting on whatever is going on between them and the situation that's going on play by play as they re would report anything. And I think that's where Jordan took it personal. And she was like, you know, too late, too bad, so sad. I was the one who had to read through all these comments, people calling me a hoe, a home wrecker, whatever else. And, you know, now you want to go in and moderate the comments like too little, too late. Like you helped to spread negativity that tried to, you know, ruin my life. Now, since then, to be fair, the Shade Room has posted positive pictures of Jordan. Her cover, they covered her relationship with Carl Thomas, um, the basketball player and just, you know, an all ways positive to Jordan. I feel like in my personal opinion that they stood up for Jordan more than a lot of other blogs did at the time and after. But I can understand why she made those comments because nobody knows how it feels to be pushed on the outside, how many nasty DMs she got, you know, because the story was being spread by bloggers and other blogs and stuff like that. We don't know what she went through personally. Um, 
but I will say in defense of the shade room, they're just a blog and news is news. You know, people talk about things and you're a public figure and you're being spoken about. That is your bread and butter. That is your relevancy. And that is your currency. And while nobody wants to see themselves be spread in a negative light all over social media and the internet, it, it you know, it kind of comes with the territory when you are getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to post things on your social media. Your platform is your currency, you know, and it kind of comes down to that. So I'll keep you guys posted on how the comments are looking after these monitoring that they're going to be doing, but we're going to see. So the last trending topic is Jeffree Star's ex-boo is back on the move. So Jeffree Star was dating a basketball player, foreign basketball player, Andre Marhold last month. The couple then split out of nowhere and it was very messy. Jeffrey claimed that Marhold stole from him and he wasn't able to get in touch with him. At this point, um, Andre then claimed to have tea on Jeffree Star and created a YouTube page explaining to his followers and supporters that once he got to a certain amount of subscribers, that he was going to go ahead and just spill all this tea on Jeffree Star. That video never came out, by the way, because I was kind of looking and seeing if that video was going to come out to discuss it, but it never came out. So who knows what happened with that? Um, and then the meanwhile, his baby's mother, this is Marhold's baby's mother, claimed she had a six month old with him and she couldn't believe he was gay for pay. So gay for pay is basically, you know, he's a straight man, but he was enticed by Jeffree Star with money and trips or cars or whatever to be his companion um, at, at his, you know, home in L.A., whatever it was. Well, now he's been spotted out with the love and hip hop star Bobby Light. So apparently, I guess sis did not read the cards right when she had a child with him because he seems to be homosexual, you know, so, or, you know, at least bi. So Bobby Lice is now hanging out with him. They've been posted up together. Um, Marhold shared a picture on his official Instagram page, you know, with that he's not thinking about no star or whatever, throwing shade at Jeffree Star. So Apparently, you know, everybody was off, she was off, or maybe she was seeking a little attention because, you know, she knew that she had a child with somebody who basically was never going to come back home. We don't, we don't know the situation, but I will say, Andre, if you ever hear this clip or you uh, hear from somebody else, please go ahead and spill that tea on Jeffree Star because we want it. (laughs) The streets want it. We want to know because I have a, I have a sneaking idea. I have a sneaking suspicion, but I would love, 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 love to, to know that. Okay. So, um, those are trending topics for the day. Please stay tuned for our sports report. Hello, hello, hello out there. And welcome to the sports update with J Rob. I will be covering the world series of baseball and week Eight of the NFL. Let's start with the World Series of Baseball. The Los Angeles Dodgers defeated the Tampa Bay Rays four games to two. Now let's move into the NFL. Week eight of the NFL. The Buccaneers defeated 
the Giants. The Buccaneers move to 6-2 on the season. The Philadelphia Eagles beat the Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles are first place in the NFC East. The Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the Baltimore Ravens. The Steelers are the only team left undefeated. The Indianapolis Colts destroyed the Detroit Lions. Uh, the Colts won by 20 points. The Vikings upset the Green Bay Packers. The Vikings moved to 2-5 on the season. The Buffalo Bills beat the New England Patriots. This AFC East matchup was very intense with Buffalo winning by 3 points. The Cincinnati Bengals upset the Tennessee Titans. After starting 5-0, the Titans have lost their two last games. Uh, the Raiders defeated the Cleveland Browns. The Raiders moved to 4-3 on the season and their second place in the AFC West. The Chiefs destroyed the New York Jets. The Jets lost by 26 points and they moved to 0-8. The Jets are the only team yet to win a game. The Dolphins upset the Los Angeles Rams. The Dolphins were up 28 to 10 at the half and the Rams never recovered. The Broncos beat the Los Angeles Chargers. This AFC West battle was intense. The New Orleans Saints beat the Chicago Bears. This game could not be decided in regulation and went to overtime. The Seattle Seahawks defeated the San Francisco 49ers. The Seahawks moved to a record of 6-1 on the season. The Atlanta Falcons beat the Carolina Panthers. The Falcons have won two of their last three games after an 0-5 start. And the Cardinals, the Texans, the Jaguars, Wires and the Washington football team had a bye week. And this has been the sports update with J Rob. Okay, my beauties, it's my favorite time of the podcast. It is time for the deep dive. Now, we are going through a really serious and critical time in this election. And although I thought about doing a deep dive on the election and Trump and Biden or whatever. What I decided I was going to do instead is just do something more light and relaxed so that if you are watching the coverage tonight or whenever you watch the coverage, you know, you get a little break from everything that's going on. So having said that, today's topic is OnlyFans. (laughs) We are talking about OnlyFans. Is it worth it? What goes into making an account? And can you really parlay some significant cash from making an OnlyFans account? So let's get right into it. So just to break it down, OnlyFans is a social media outlet where influencers and regular people alike can provide their content for their own set price. Their fans can then subscribe for this content. So right now, what's really happening is a lot of celebrities, um, sex workers, 
people that are not able to, um, you know, adult dancers, people that are not able to work the way they normally would have hopped on to OnlyFans and began to make a living there. And a lot of people are making a great living. So the top five earners on OnlyFans right now are Black China at 15 million, Bella Thorne at 9 million, Cardi B at 7 million, and this is all per month, Tyga at 6 million, and Mia Khalifa at 5 million. So right up top, I want to say sex work is work. And this is not meant to demean or make fun of or judge anyone that does sex work, because just like anybody else, it's a job. And it's a way to make a living. And especially at Tea Talk with Shah, we do not judge people or demean them based on what they do, because that is utterly disgusting. Okay. So having said that, (laughs) um, now this is something that has kind of always been there in the background, but during the pandemic, people have had more time. And like I said, people have not been able to get out and do the jobs that they were doing previously. So OnlyFans has been a great source of income for them in that way. Now, the way a lot of people do their OnlyFans accounts are they provide pictures, videos, personalized video recordings, similar to Cameo. And they also provide exclusive um, content that you can't get anywhere else. So in researching for this topic, I was looking at the Trisha Paytas's, um, you know, a lot of other YouTubers like Nikocado and other people who have OnlyFans accounts that post explicit content that they cannot post on their YouTube channels. So this has been another way where people that already have influence, already have tons of followers, just kind of funnel their followers over to their OnlyFans page and began to make money off of the subscribers that watch their content for free on YouTube. Now, it's important to mention that there is another platform that also does this called Patreon. Patreon does not allow, I think, the amount of nudity that OnlyFans does allow. So I think that's the difference there. But many people have Patreons because this is another place where influencers and people with a lot of followers can put their content behind a paywall and require a monthly subscription fee. Now, the top five that I just listed have their own ways of making money. So Black China offers exclusive content on her OnlyFans page, and she also offers, um, you know, personalized messages. She does video chats personally. She does all types of different things that she has at different pay levels to kind of keep her following engaged, and she also posts regularly on her page. Now, Bella Thorne was a little more controversial because she is a Disney star, ex-Disney star. And she said she came onto OnlyFans to research for a role. And she had also had nudes that were leaked or were going to be leaked from her cloud. So she leaked them herself or something like that. So, you know, her body has been out there. So she figured that she would go through with it and post her pictures on OnlyFans. And, you know, with it being the top two earners, I guess it's going well for her. Cardi B, you know, we all know, you know, she came from a stripping past, so that's nothing new to her. So her content is also pictures, videos, anything like that. Now, Tyga's business model is a little different. He has hired models, actresses, and other women to do exclusive content 
with him, without him, whatever, on his OnlyFans that he has now um, put up there that his fans can follow him. I think he did a special last week where it was like free to follow him. Uh, Mia Khalifa is actually the only sex worker. She came from the adult video industry and she's the only sex worker that is actually in the top five, which is something I'm going to talk about a little later. Um, but everybody else has been a celebrity in their own right before going to OnlyFans. So a couple more facts about OnlyFans. You have to show proof of ID to either join as a subscriber or to post content. So a lot of people have said it's not as easy as you think to make an OnlyFans page because you really have, they want to verify your documents that you are over 18 if you're going to be posting any kind of content and that if you are subscribing, the same deal. They require a picture of an ID. They require something else. Um, They require your information, your personal information, and it doesn't come back right away either. They actually review it. Um, because in researching for this episode, I was actually going to try to look at some of them and give you guys some more feedback on them. But I just discovered, I was like, this is really too much work, but that's good for people that actually do want to do it. And that they think that this is something they might want to do because your content is more or less protected. And I've also seen that there's very few leaks that take place on OnlyFans. Um, a lot of the quote unquote leaks are really just promos for people that are on OnlyFans and want more subscribers. So they said, Ooh, it's a leak, but it's not really a leak. It's just something driving people to their OnlyFans page. You know, it's, it's like a free clip or something that will drive people to their OnlyFans page. So a lot of people have brought up the topic of exploitation. You know, is it exploiting people, especially when you do it under the Tiger method or any other method where it's a celebrity hiring people that I'm sure aren't making what he's making off of the app and things like that? And, you know, is it a slippery slope? If you make one for your feet, if you make one for your back or whatever, whatever you're comfortable showing, like what will be next? What will be next? So a lot of people feel that way. And then there's also kind of the issue of the top earners now are celebrities or they're YouTube influencers with tons of followers. Has the popularity of OnlyFans pushed off of the top five, the, you know, the sex workers that were using this as a source of income to get by? You know, the only sex worker that's really listed in there is Mia Khalifa. There's nobody else in the top five that was actually a sex worker before the pandemic. And, you know, it kind of the celebrities have come and taken over and used their followings to make the most money on the platform, pushing out kind of the smaller creators that were able to, you know, make a nice 30, 40, 50 bucks a week or whatever they were making to make ends meet, you know, has that pushed them out of the realm if they can now, if people, you know, subscribers and viewers can now go to their favorite celebrities page. And I say, I think it is, but at the same time, you know, it was never labeled as something that had to be amateur, right? And celebrities have these huge lifestyles they have to pay for and they can't go on tours. They can't do shows either. You know, they're also in a place where a lot of their income streams have been cut down. So I don't think they should be pushed out of it, but it's just important to note. It's almost like I'm saying shop small. (laughs) When you're on OnlyFans, shop small. No, but I'm just, you know, 
if you are a person that wants to view OnlyFans or you're a subscriber, I would just say, you know, try to mix it up. Do some celebrity subscriptions, but then also try to find, you know, someone smaller <laughs> that may have your interests or whatever. You know, just mix it up. You know, always try to support the independent people. And I will say, if it's something that you're thinking about and you want to do it, just take a week while they're verifying your documents or whatever, because I think it takes that long. Just take a week to really think about how you would feel if your friends, family, coworkers found these images either this week or 20 years from now. Because once you put something on the internet, it's there forever. And I'm not saying that anybody should ever feel ashamed of whatever they post or what people have posted in the past, but that's something that you really, really, really have to think about because you could be single living your life today and no cares, no worries. You're making some extra money and life is great. But two, three, four years from now, you could be somebody's wife and mother. Is that something that you really can live with? And if it is great. And if it's not, don't, you know, just cancel the process out and don't let them finish verifying your documents because you will never be able to quote unquote, live it down and not for them, but for you, you won't be able to live it down. If you understand what I'm saying there, not that people are going to be judging you and you'll never be able to get out from under that, um, that, uh, you know, skepticism or whatever, but it's that you wouldn't be able to live with yourself if that came out. So if you're a kind of person that feels like that, just don't do it. I know it seems enticing, but there's a lot of people out here that aren't making money doing it. And like I said, celebrities already had a following that just basically followed them from platform to platform. Um, and there's a chance that you could just expose a little more than what you wanted to personally and still not make anything from it. And I always say fast money comes at a cost, whether it's this, whether it's Twitch or whatever you do to make money that's fast money. It, it, there's always a cost to it because there's time, there's effort, there's curating. If you really want to do it well, it's not going to be something that's going to be a quick fix for you. So it is, it is a business and it is something that you would ha probably have to do consistently in order to really make money. So it's not going to be a get, get rich quick scheme that's really going to work for you. But at the same time, if it's something that you're willing to do and it's going to make you some extra money, go for it. Cause I know a lot of people are making ends meet that way. And it's honestly, it's honest work. I know a lot of people won't say that, but if you're not hurting anybody, it's honest work. So get it how you live it beauties. <laughs> this has been our deep dive. Stay tuned for the outro comments. Okay, my beauties, this is my least favorite part of the podcast where I have to say goodbye to you. I just wanted to thank all those that entered the last giveaway and to remind everyone there is another giveaway coming at 500k listens. So be looking out for that. And also drop in the comments on the Tea Talk with Shaw Facebook page what you guys want to see as a giveaway. And don't say a PS5 because I'm not buying two. Just know that. <laughs> As always, arrest the cops that killed Brianna Taylor. We won't stop until she gets the justice that she deserves. Have a beautiful day or night wherever you are. And I love you for listening. Bye.